Welcome to Vaults of the Obscure by Witch Yes. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, Hecate. Hecate? Heck. Heck. Heck it. This. This witch. is she a witch. She a witch. She a bad bitch witch. So today we're talking about our first deity. Her name is confusing, you guys. Okay. There's a, a pronunciation issue because yes. no one really knows what the quote unquote right pronunciation is because there's so many. And how do you claim what ownership? is right anyway? You know, so if you take both your hands and you make little pointer fingers, the one that makes the L is the left hand. I still do that. Yeah. Often. You're an adult. <laughs> I have a bad memory. Oh, no. Well, you know who doesn't? Probably Hecate. Hecate. These are the ways you pronounce it. Hecate. 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 Or Hecate. So just kind of choose whichever one you like, I guess. Yes. So the Greek pronunciation is either Hecate or Hecate with a stressed syllable in the center the British pronunciation is either Hecate or Hecate, with the stressed first syllable, very common in English. But why would the British have authority on Hecate? A little thing called Macbeth. Oh, I thought you were going to say a little thing called colonialism. Also true. Da, 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 da. That's little co- <laughs> little pilgrims coming by with their little shoes and their little buckle hats. And Just changing every word. <laughs> this land is our land. This that's, land is still our land. <laughs> Wrong country. Oh, no. Okay, so in Act 3, Scene 5, you know the one. You're familiar with it. Hecate demands to know why the witches have excluded her from their meeting with Macbeth. Hecate tells them that he's going to return to check in on his whole destiny thing and then proclaims that he will see apparitions that will, quote unquote, by the strength of their illusion, convince him that he is safe. At the end of the scene, she says, and you all know, security is mortal's chiefest enemy. Yeah, he got fucked up in that story. Like It didn't work too well for him. Yeah, you know, it's really tough being a murderous king who has a very overbearing wife that honestly deserves to die. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> Killing? <laughs> For power? Uh, murder? Um, I mean, maybe. We, you, we've never done that. So who is this lady? Tell me about this lady. Hecate is an ancient Greek goddess normally seen holding a pair of torches or a key. Sometimes there are three of her... And she holds one of each item. Oh, my goodness. That makes sense. She is associated with crossroads, entryways, herbs, ghosts, necromancy, and sorcery. So she just kind of becomes cooler the more words yes, I say. Yes, I really she like does. It. She used to be worshipped in Athenian households as a protective goddess and one who bestows prosperity and daily blessings in the family. So I have this quote that I really liked from Restless Dead, Encounters Between the Living and the Dead in Ancient Greece. It's by Sarah Johnston, and it reads... As a goddess expected to avert harmful or destructive spirits from the house or city over whom which she stood guard and to protect the individual as she or he passed through dangerous liminal spaces, Hecate would naturally become known as a goddess who could also refuse to avert the demons or even drive them on against unfortunate individuals. So she's got these torches and she's lighting up the darkness to identify intruders and light paths for mortals 
But she's not inherently benevolent to everyone she meets. I kind of like that. Like I you have to prove your worth. Yeah, to you her. do. And that's a big thing in a lot of like when people work with her, it's like she doesn't just show up for everybody. Yeah. You're kind of chosen and you have to continue to be worthy for her to stick around. And for like a goddess who's in charge of crossroads and entryways, like she has her own boundaries. Yes. How cool. Hecate should write a book. She should. So you were talking about there being three of her. Yes. And so the three are, if you've seen this season of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you might remember, but the three being Maiden, Mother, and Crone. And she has been known as the Witch Mother, mm-hmm. which Tara and I were speaking before the podcast and we were like, we don't know why. We don't know why everyone was like, she is the Witch Mother, but she has kind of encompassed all things witchy throughout mm-hmm. the years. And I think just as a goddess who is in charge of witchcraft and sorcery and letting demons get you or not letting demons get you she can be the witch mother Mm -hmm. i think that's fine i won't contest her i feel like there's definitely a lot of parallels between her and lilith because lilith is also known as being a very witchy magical sorceress demon creature Mm -hmm. and people historically have been very afraid of her but there seems like recently a very interesting feminist interpretation of her story But back to Hecate. This maiden mother crone places her in another category of goddess that represents the divine feminine and the three rites of passage for women, which we're going to come back to the factuality of that. But like, bear with me for a second. The idea is that all the three formed goddesses demonstrate one, the beginning of menstruation, two, matrimony and giving birth and three, menopause. So people with vaginas have like time sort of just like thrust upon them you know for people that get periods it basically just happens to you like adulthood just like slaps you in the face menopause happens to you and I guess in a lot of ways so does birth like you should ideally have control but also in many ways you don't have control it it, it happens or it doesn't when I was younger I think I was in like seventh grade I had a history teacher tell me that girls become women and boys must be made into men that like they just that girls have womanhood just like thrust upon thrust them. upon them so and men are just made out of dirt they have to be yeah. just mud figures and you have until to keep they're building them enough. up yeah so i was really interested in solidifying a trans reading of this so for women who don't get periods or people who are assigned male at birth It is my absolute nightmare that you feel in any way excluded from this narrative. And I really think that expanding the three-formed goddess beyond the biological and one's ability to give birth is extremely important. And to be honest, if Hecate is a goddess of crossroads and liminal spaces, I'd say she's probably the goddess of transitioning. Yo, that's so true. Mm -hmm. I'm so down with that. And then I guess we have the next question of why is she important? Hecate is the goddess of boundaries, as we've talked about, spiritual and physical, city walls, borders, and even realms outside of the world of the living. So she does live in like the in-between, most frequently between mortal and divine realms. She protects those traveling who go from the physical world to the spiritual world and vice versa. Or she doesn't. Depends if she likes you. Yes. You know, you could be in her burn book. <laughs> Sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Alicia Herder is a fugly slut. <laughs> Love it. That was me writing it like Regina George and throwing it into the high school for everyone to see. <laughs> Hecate is seen as the goddess of the underworld as she helps guide souls between realms and uses her key to unlock the gates of death. So the torches and the key come back into play. Love that. 
as a goddess of boundaries and edges, she's part of a class of goddesses called liminal deities, kind of like hedge deities, hedge witches. Ooh, okay. So other liminal deities include Hermes, the god of travel. He's also the messenger for the gods. Ganesh, also a messenger for the gods and a remover of obstacles. Osiris, the Egyptian god of the underworld who was murdered and then brought back to life, so transitioning. And then also Persephone, because she spends half of her time in the underworld and the other half above ground. And what's even cooler is that Hecate is part of that mythos. She assists Hermes in guiding Hecate to the surface by lighting the way with her torches. So I have a question. Yes. Is Jesus a liminal deity? Well, he died and came back, right? So he... Well, okay, my question is... I'm ready. Where the Christian reading stopped for me. Mm -hmm. He came back, then what happened? Did he just appear in the sky like a bunch of clouds and then he like dispersed? Or did he like... He rose up like in a little elevator. (laughs) He shot into the sky like a fucking missile. (laughs) Because from from the children books that I remember reading about this Mm -hmm. incident... Okay. I like your laugh. So he was dead. He's in the cave. There's like a boulder in front of the cave. Suddenly the boulders moved and they're like, oh my God, where's Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what's up? And he's like in the clouds. But he's like down on earth. Oh, I thought he was like. Because they got to inspect. I thought his, he floated. His stigmatas. Oh, they checked him? Yeah. So I can't remember who it was, but one of them like checked the stigmatas that are on his hand and they, in my head, I imagined he poked his little finger through it like you do when someone has really big gauges ew, and you want to go ew. boop. <laughs> No, ew. Um, so that was to prove that, okay, this isn't just a magician. Mm-hmm. And then from what I remember, he goes. <laughs> it's just David Blaine. <laughs> Magic. Magic. <laughs> but anyway, and then he floats into the sky and it's, I'm pretty sure he, he's he go, not Mufasa. He floats home? He's not Mufasa where okay. he is made of the clouds. He... It would have been as if Mufasa came down and kissed his son on the cheek and then floated back up into the sky. A nice little lick before going back up. My son. Anyways, I think we're talking way too much about men. Let's (laughs) talk about Hecate. Oh, my God. Okay, so one of my questions is, there's this woman. Mm -hmm. She seems cool as fuck, like my dream goth girlfriend. Yeah. In what way... Can I get to meet her? And why should I get to meet her? How how can I create some sort of relationship? Does she even want that? Would she swipe right? Oh, I doubt. <laughs> I highly doubt. I think if you're desperate enough to be in that position of swiping left or right, not meaning that people doing social online dating is desperate. I know we just trying to find someone to fuck. Like, I get it. But I, just, I don't see her into it. Like, I think it'd have to happen in the world. Anyways, anyways, mm-hmm. anyways. You'd have to meet your eyes, would have to meet across the library aisle. And you're, oh, we're both looking at romantic lesbian fiction. Exactly. Like, she's walking her dog and you also have a dog. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, one and one, all those Dalmatians. I couldn't think. One hundred and one. There were so many Dalmatians. You know that movie, Shit Ton of Dalmatians? (laughs) Shit Ton of Dalmatians. The Disney classics of Fuck Ton of Dogs. (laughs) I would watch that. It sounds so lovely. <laughs> Why do I want to con- contact this woman? If you are a part of the Wild Hunt, which is part of Germanic and Scandinavian traditions, you might want to contact her. In modern pagan traditions, Hecate is the leader of the Wild Hunt. 
the Wild Hunt was also referenced in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Whoa. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Look at them doing this research. Like, They're so proud. are some very passionate interns yeah. on that set. Just crying. <laughs> I wanted to work in the movies. <laughs> The Wild Hunt involves a group of ghostly or supernatural hunters running in wild pursuit. And these can be anything. Ghosts, elves, fairies, or even the dead themselves. As they all follow Hecate. Because you want to follow powerful women. Always. We should totally do a Vault of the Obscure episode about the Wild Hunt. But anthropologist Susan Greenwood said, The Wild Hunt offers an initiation into the wild and an opening up of the senses. A sense of dissolution of self in confrontation with fear and death and exposure to a whirlwind pulse that runs through life. In short, engagement with the hunt is a bid to restore a reciprocity and harmony between humans and nature, which sounds like a lot of anthropology talk. Mm-hmm. But it was also, again, talking about the boundary between kind of civilization and then the natural nature. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here she goes again. <laughs> this bitch. I'm so, so excited for her. Okay, so if you as a baby witch are looking for something simple to ask Hecate, mm-hmm. um, as a goddess of crossroads, she can help you with lighting your true path or making decisions with very different consequences. If you are lost or need guidance, Hecate could be the goddess for you. How can you contact this woman? Now, if you are into altars, I want you to get down and dirty with some cool dark goth shit. Ooh. Gems. I'm talking black onyx, black tourmaline, silver, smoky quartz. If you want colors, black. I love that color. But also orange. I and love like that color too. Yellow, orange, red, orange, like sunset colors. Okay. Like Halloween colors. Yeah, because she also likes pumpkins. Okay. So ah! I read online she loves pumpkins. So she might just be Jack Skellington in a wig. But she also loves currants and raisins, willow trees, groves of trees, anything that blooms at night like moonflowers or night lilies. She loves symbols like the new moon, stars, the night sky. I don't know, she might be fucking Dracula. Torches, dogs, snakes, spiders, owls, bats. Like she's totally fucking Dracula. And then meditate on themes of guidance, your journey, decisions. I would really want to see like a Coffee Meets Bagel page for her now. <laughs> I think that'd be so great. Or like uh, the online, okay, Cupid. Yes, yeah. Where you get to answer all the questions. I loved it. I think she'd be great at answering these questions. Mm-hmm. Not saying we should steal her identity and make one, but <laughs> maybe. All right. Is there anything else? Is there anything cool? No, she just kind of seems like a badass bitch, and I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Like, she seems I like a fan favorite. Yeah, I haven't really felt a connection with any deity. She just seems like a baller. I'm so about her. So yeah. if I had to choose right now, she's my number one. You know that symbol that's like crescent moon, center full moon, crescent moon on the other side? Yes. Like really common in a lot of like witchy paintings and like jewelry and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's a reference for some to Hecate because it has, she's the three formed goddess. And then there's the waxing crescent moon. So it's like when you're the maiden and then there's the full moon and that's when you're the mother. And then there's the waning crescent and that's when you're the crone i love that and i was like that's cool as shit you guys just the coolest fucking shit i've ever heard one day we'll have a symbol it'll be this one just the middle finger and then this one a second middle finger and then you do this that's an x and you you kiss it and blow it living in an era of quarantine that's our (laughs) greeting to you and i wipe my fingers and my lips all over the microphone (laughs) Yum, yum. Ew. 
All right. And this has been it. And we'll see you next time on Vaults of the Obscure. Bye. See ya. The gates close. Hecate locks the door, throws away the key into the river. Throws her torch down, lights it on fire. Oh, no.